Kaysan, and hello. Welcome to Nordic Insights, where I introduce you to high-achieving Nordics and Nordic-inspired people with niche expertise in business, lifestyle, education, innovation, tech, travel, and more. I'm your host, Satu Raunola, a Finn passionate about all things Nordic, as well as yoga, running, sustainability, well-being, and great coffee. Listen in for some tips on Nordic approaches to a happier and more holistic business and personal life. Join me to explore Nordic common sense and trends in this complex world. This podcast is delivered to you every Wednesday. Welcome to another episode of Nordic Insights. My guest today is South African-born Sydney cider Mex Järvinen, who fell in love with Finland in 2013 and decided to move there with his Finnish husband and their little son just a year ago. They now live in Kuopio, a small town with 120 inhabitants. It's located in the lake region in eastern part of Finland, around 400 k's from Helsinki. I was very curious to know what her experience has been like so far when it comes to everyday life, adjusting four seasons and the Finnish way of life. Good morning, Mix. How are things in Kuopio? You are uh, in very eastern part of Finland. I am. Good morning. Hi. It's so great to be here. Um, yeah, things are so good. I love it here. It's actually, we're just, the weather's starting to turn. Start, the days are starting to get a little bit darker and I think we actually had our first snow on the weekend so we're in I guess the third week of October and already there's some snow in the air so that's cool. Yeah no I read that there was quite a lot of snow in Lapland actually so it's winter is definitely coming but it's also a very nice time of year to kind of getting ready for Christmas and all that all those lovely things. You know I I keep messaging my family saying that you know, this is my favorite time of year. I think we got to spring and everything started to bloom. And I thought, oh, this is amazing. It's so beautiful. And then we got to the heart of summer. And again, I thought, oh my goodness, it's so beautiful here. And then the leaves started to change in autumn. And now I feel like autumn's actually my favorite time of year. It's so unbelievably beautiful with the colors you see outside. Yes. No, I think um, having proper four seasons is such a rich way of uh, living throughout the year. So, yeah, I kind of envy you of that because we don't have that really in Australia. A little bit, but not really like you have it over there. That's true. That's very, very true. Great. So just for our listeners, can you tell us a bit about your background and why a South African person lives in Finland? <laughs> Sure, no problem. Well, uh, I grew up in Johannesburg, South Africa. I lived there uh, until I was 25. I completed my studies in South Africa. But I actually did do a little stint after high school. I sailed a 42-foot catamaran from Cape Town to the Caribbean. It was 45 days at sea and probably my first big adventure. Uh, I had an unbelievable time and I kind of got a taste for travel and experiencing the world. I lived in America for about six months and then I returned to South Africa and finished my studies. And then I thought, where to next? And I got this opportunity to go to Australia. Uh, I moved to Perth initially. And and Perth was an interesting place and definitely uh, it was challenging for me because I think I just finished my studies. It was 2009 and of course the GFC had just happened. So I was really struggling to find my feet in Perth. 
And so I got just a job and, and worked for nine months and thought, okay, I need to change something. What can I do next? And that's when I decided, I actually looked at a map and thought, you know, I'm not ready to leave Australia yet. Where should I go next? And um, I, I looked at a map and I thought, Sydney. Now, I'd never been there before in my life, but I thought this sounded like a great place to live. And there would be lots of opportunities work-wise there for me. Uh, and so I, I packed my bags after saving for about six months and um, hopped on a plane and moved to Sydney. And I was there for nine years. And it was there that I actually uh, I met my husband, my now husband, who's Finnish. Surprise, surprise. <laughs> and uh, we actually, uh, we visited Finland in 2013 for the first time. And it was actually the second time in my life that I'd ever seen snow. We went in the middle of winter, it was freezing cold. And it was so beautiful, and I just fell in love with the people, and I fell in love with the place. It was unbelievable, and I knew from that day that this was somewhere that I wanted to live. That sounds lovely. You then moved just last year, wasn't it? I did, yes. So we moved actually yesterday. It was our one-year anniversary in Finland. So uh, I moved one year ago. Uh, we moved to Kuopio. Initially, it was just meant to be a very short stint because my husband grew up in Lepervieta, which is about 50 kilometers away from Kuopio. And so we thought, you know, to be close to family, which is the reason we moved here in the first place, we have a three-year-old son and we thought it would be really nice for him to be close to family and anyway our intention was to live in Helsinki because I thought of course I'm going to have to live in Helsinki not really knowing Finnish as a language uh, and and so our intention was to live here for three months and then and then move to Helsinki and I've never left <laughs> so that's really great. So for our viewers can you tell a bit about Kuopio? Okay, sure. So, uh, Kuopio is about four hours north of Helsinki. We're in the middle of Finland, uh, in central Finland. Uh, we've got a population of just over a hundred thousand people, so it's a relatively small city, but thriving. There is so much happening here, and there's so many interesting businesses and technology startups, and it's it's quite. I, I, I really didn't expect this, but it's quite unbelievable to witness what's happening in this city and how much it's growing and how how connected we are to the rest of Finland as well. Yeah, it's well, Kuopio's always been uh, quite a vibrant city and uh, when I was living in Finland it was also, um, you know, very there's a very big uh, hospital there, an university hospital, which is very one of the top ones in Finland. And yes, I definitely uh, understand also that there's a lot of um, startups now and of course there's also big uh, summer festival Kuopio dances and how do you say it in English Kuopio Tanssia Soi but how, what is it in English now I don't know even know I think it's just called the Kuopio Dance Festival yeah yes which is uh, which is fabulous festival I've been there a few times so I believe so. I haven't had the luxury of doing it, of, of attending yet, because of coronavirus, everything yes. is cancelled this year, which is quite disappointing. But yeah, what has been your experience uh, in your personal life? You know, moving from Sydney, five million people city, to Kuopio, which is, you know, hundred twenty thousand people, and it's in, right in the well, almost eastern part of Finland. So it's very different world. Yeah, I mean, look, I think to start, uh, every Finnish person I've ever met, I've I've always, uh, we've gotten along straight away. I have not met one Finnish person that I have not gotten along with. But 
the general view of Finland and Finnish people is that it's quite hard to connect and make friends. And so my biggest fear moving here was that I would be isolated, particularly because I didn't have the language yet. And, and so I was really scared when I first moved, uh, that I was never going to make any friends or meet anyone. Uh, and so, so that was a big fear for me, and particularly with my son and adjusting to his um, you know, daycare rhythm here. It's, uh, some of the, the, the most surprising things is how warm and welcoming the people have been here, particularly with the language barrier. I mean, if you think about uh, daycare, for example, a lot of the carers that are at daycare do not really feel that comfortable speaking English. But somehow we've still managed to form a connection. And, and that's really a beautiful thing. Uh, and it's, it's quite funny now when I pick up Jasperi, my son from daycare, I, um, I talk to the carer and she tells me about his day in Finnish. And then I respond to her in English to see if I understood what she said. And we have a little laugh to ourselves together. And it's, it's just beautiful to see how that connection happens. But I think the biggest difference between uh, coming from a big city like Sydney, where there's five million people, to a city here, it's, um, it's the work-life balance. So, you know, in Sydney, I was dropping my son at daycare at 8 a.m. and picking him up at 6 p.m. And that was pretty normal. He was never the last one there. There was always lots of other kids here. Whereas here, I'll drop my son off at 8.30 a.m. And if I pick him up at 4.30, it's highly likely that he's the last one there. So right. I think things are quite different in terms of how people view work and life and, and, and how, uh, how much people actually, how much time people actually spend at the office. So that's been quite a big adjustment for me personally to, to, find, to refine that balance between work and life, living in Finland, mm -hmm. and understand that I can still build a career here and that the work that I'm doing when I'm at the office, it's, I'm making better decisions actually about how to spend my time because I'm here for less time. So that's mm -hmm. been a very big shift for me personally. That's nice. So can you tell about uh, what kind of work you do? Sure. Uh, so I actually started my career as a graphic designer uh, about 11 years ago now. Uh, I studied graphic design, but then I always had an interest in the business side. And so I continued my studies and, and completed my honors in brand management. So I was always kind of torn between two worlds, the business side and then the design and creative side. Uh, which is kind of perfect in an agency environment. So, so I started my career as a graphic designer, and then I, uh, I actually got my first job in Sydney with a startup agency. I was their first official employee, which was wonderful for me because it gave me an opportunity to experience more than just design. I think if I had gone into a bigger agency, I probably would have moved into a design department and just done that. But I got exposure to so much of the business world being in a startup and having to kind of dabble and do a little bit of everything. And I really found um, a deep passion for strategy and planning and bridging the gap between strategy and creative thinking. So that's, that's where my passion started to kind of develop. And, and my career progressed. I worked for, in a strategic consultancy, the first, my first job, for five years. And then I moved into a strategic branding agency. And that's when I really properly fell in love with branding. Um, and so now in, in Finland, I'm working as a brand strategist, which has been a wonderful experience so far. And it's not only brand strategy, but actually just strategy generally in agency and how to connect strategy to creative work. 
uh, I find that really meaningful and fulfilling. And, and so I'm working in a creative agency now here in Finland uh, where my primary role is brand strategy, but because of my broad exposure, I also work a little bit in operations and then also helping the team and setting them up for success with the right processes. But it must be quite challenging to start working in a new culture, in a, in a new kind of world for you, and then pick up a customer. So you need to do a lot of research on background, really understanding the customer and, and what you want to achieve. That's something I feel really passionate about uh, generally in my career. I've, I've always believed that the customer comes first. And, and in order to develop a really powerful strategy, you have to understand the customer. And I think because I grew up in South Africa, I lived in America for a little bit, I lived in Australia, which has got a pretty uh, diverse uh, population in terms of people coming from all over the world. And then moving to Finland, I feel like that part was was quite ingrained into my psyche just from my own experiences. And it's really benefited my career because now when I go into a new project and a new um a new clients, it's the first thing that I start to try and connect with is, okay, who who are you trying to talk to? Who's your customer? How are we solving a problem for these customers? And so coming to Finland, I mean, I think what's so beautiful about here and what I've really learned is the art of straight talk, <laughs> uh, that, that people just say how it is. So you don't have to hide behind armor or pretend to know more than you do. You can actually just ask the questions. And uh, I feel like that's really benefited me in my career and really getting to understand and come to the heart of what the problems are and how we can actually help. You just mentioned one thing being very uh, direct and uh, it's very normally very honest conversation with Finns. What, what other uh, features that you have kind of discovered that I'm sure with your husband also, but that uh, are very typical uh, Nordic or Finnish features uh, culturally? Uh, so there's a couple of things, but I have to say what I'm still getting confronted with every day, which has been a little bit of an adjustment, is when I walk in on a Monday morning and I see someone at work and I say, hey, how are you? I get a very honest answer. And um, <laughs> I, I'm not used to that because, you know, uh, in, in South Africa and in Australia, when you say to someone, hi, how are you? They typically say, oh, I'm great, thanks. How are you? Yes. And here, it's just not like that. People are really honest about how they really are. And so you have to actually be willing to listen and have an honest <laughs> conversation about it. So, you know, it's stuff like that that I actually think is so beautiful that, that really forms this authentic connection with human beings, the good and the bad. Uh, and that's a beautiful yes. thing. And I think, you know, I yep. found that with my husband as well. Uh, he, you know, I'm, I'm quite animated and loud and talkative. And I, I think I see the world in, in, in quite, or I'd like to think that I see the world in quite a positive way. Whereas my husband's very pragmatic. And it's not good or bad, but he just says things how they are, which is which is wonderful. And I always try and put a positive spin regardless of the situation. But he's okay with just how it is, really. Uh, and so that's that's been that's been really a beautiful thing for me to witness and and to kind of become self-aware of when I pretend that things are okay when they're not okay. Yes, yes, I can relate to that. I have a, even though I have an Australian husband, he's a mathematician and scientist so he's very similar <laughs> and I'm very much more creative and big picture person so I can totally relate to that any other things that if you think about 
you know, that in your personal lives are now different when you live in Kuopio than you lived in, in Sydney? Well, you know, Sydney's a beautiful city and it's so close to the water, which which is beautiful. I mean, we used to spend a lot of time uh, doing, you know, the, the, the manly, the spit to uh, manly walk and walking in Bondi. But I have to say my connection to nature here is so much more profound and meaningful. I find myself, uh, even if I take last night, for example, it, the, the sun was setting and the sky looked unbelievably beautiful. It was so beautiful. And I just had to walk down to the water. I had to go and walk to the water and sit there on my own uh, in peace took maybe 15 minutes of my day uh, to reflect. And I think that connection with nature has been such a massive shift for me in terms of the hustle and bustle of living in a big city versus more, moving to a smaller city. And, you know, in Kuopio, every single house is less than 500 meters away from water. They don't call it the capital of Lakeland for nothing. It, it really is like that. And and it's it's... It's so beautiful here. I, I've, I've never witnessed such beauty in my life. And, uh, you know, the, the trees uh, that you see here, these big, massive trees that you can see have, have been growing for thousands of years. It's just unbelievably beautiful to see. So I think for me, that's the biggest thing. And how do you experience the four seasons? I mean, you know, summer is lovely, but winter is quite, quite hard work and quite, uh, could be quite tough. And, and when I first moved here, uh, quite a few of my Finnish friends that live in Australia were taking bets on how long I would last with the cold, dark uh, autumns and winters. Uh, now, I've only been here for a year, so I am still very new. But I have to say there's magic in the transition of the seasons. And for me, there's always something to look forward to. I mean, when you're now, we're now in October, which is kind of the grimmest time of the year, according to Finns. There's a lot of pessimism around at the moment. It's quite, it's quite funny. I, I chuckle to myself when I get to work at people. It, just their moods change. It's, it's amazing. It's like they're just about to go into hibernation. Um, but, you know, in the same breath, it's this first snow is going to start coming and we're going to start seeing those trucks driving on the road, clearing the snow. We're going to have to change our winter to our winter tyres soon. And, and then, of course, there's Christmas and all the lights that come up in the city. And I just feel like, yes, there's the darkness and, yes, that's hard. And, yes, when it's raining and gloomy for days on end, that's tough and you get that slushiness where you have to walk through slush and ice to get to your car. It can feel quite frustrating, but at the same time, it's a beautiful thing to witness the transitions between the seasons and to constantly have this change in your external environment. I think it does a lot uh, mentally, at least for me. Yeah, and, and Finns celebrate the seasons, isn't it? There's always different foods and different celebrations in, in each season. There is, and totally different moods as well. I think it's so great. I love that. And uh, what do you think about society, how the society works? And have you had any difficulties to adjust to, say, you know, how to operate in the society? And, you know, how do you deal with uh, everyday life and, you know, kind of all the admin work and all that? So how do you feel about that? 
You know, I was nervous about this. Um, I mean, particularly because of the language barrier, but then, of course, moving to a new country, there's always different systems and different ways of doing things. Uh, but so far, if people haven't been able to speak English, they've definitely understood. So we've, I've managed, even with admin stuff, to find my way. Of course, it helps that I have a Finnish husband, so he, he kind of helped me set myself up in the beginning. I think had it not been for him, it would have been a lot tougher. Uh, but but everything does connect and everything does work together. So, you know, if you update your details in one place, they seem to update everywhere. So they've got some really good online infrastructure set up here, which makes it really, really easy. But, you know, adjusting to um, how you might book a doctor's appointment or something like that, it's, it is quite challenging. I find that quite challenging because I have to call and talk to someone, a nurse, And then they decide whether you go and see a doctor or not. And that that I find quite hard and different to Australia where you can just call and book a doctor's appointment and that's it. And then you go in and see them. So it's it, there's a lot more that happens on the phone and online here than I think in Australia, which has been a little bit of an adjustment for me. And so there are a lot of things that, that you said that you like. So has, the, has there been like a one big highlight that you thought that that was the kind of the best thing that uh, so far that you have experienced in a year? Well, this is going to sound terrible because I shouldn't talk about work, but I my, my job, it's been it's been an unbelievably beautiful uh, experience so far. You know, when I mo- first moved to Kuopio, as I said, I thought we were going to live in Helsinki. But when I when I started to walk around the city and, and started to experience the city, I fell in love and I thought, okay, maybe there could be something here for me. And uh, I went, um, I put some feelers out with some friends and I sent an email to uh, the managing director of uh, the agency that I work at and said, hey, here's my CV. Um, uh, Do you have anything? They didn't have any jobs kind of advertised, but I thought maybe there's an opportunity there. And uh, I didn't hear back for a week and I thought, okay, (laughs) that's it. Um, never going to hear back from them. And then I, all of a sudden I got a, a message from Tatu, uh, the chief creative officer here and also one of the agency owners saying, hey, let's go for a brickie. Let's catch up. Uh, and and so I met him maybe two days later and he brought two of the other business owners with him. And so there were three guys and then me. And I thought initially I felt really nervous about that. I thought, oh my goodness, this is like the, the most nerve wracking interview ever. But As soon as they walked through the door and as soon as I met them, I felt comfortable straight away. And it's kind of felt like that ever since. So there wasn't a job here for me, but they made one. They created a space because we got along so well. I think when we sat down for breakfast, we ended up talking for maybe three hours. And wow. um, and afterwards, they brought me on a tour of the agency. They introduced me to all the people here. and And... I have to say, I've never felt so comfortable in my own skin just being me. And it's opened up doors like that I never thought I would ever feel confident um, doing, like running workshops, uh, being on radio, having a radio interview. I did that in my second month here. Uh, you know, writing strategy for really great, big, iconic Finnish brands here. I just feel like the space that they created for me has allowed me to thrive in my career. And that's been a beautiful thing for me personally. What about the, you know, those challenges? There are always challenges uh, when you move to a new country and everything is new. So has there been some some challenges that have been quite hard for you? 
Yeah, there definitely has been. I mean, you know, I'm a big believer that attitude is everything and that uh, you you have to have the right attitude and be committed to, to make things work. And I think had I not had that kind of mental headspace, um, things would have been really different. There has been times where, uh, you know, I... I wasn't included in a piece of work because I'm English and I don't understand Finnish. Or, you know, I'm one of three non-native Finns here, so in terms of the language barrier, I might sit down in a Monday morning meeting with a team and they'll talk in Finnish and I won't understand anything, or at least that was like that in the beginning. Now I understand more, but it was extremely challenging. I had to just be okay. And I'm someone that is like got a, I, I've got a high attention to detail. I want to know everything. And I had to be okay with sittings in a meeting and not knowing everything and trusting that my colleagues would tell me in a summary what the most important points were. And that has been extremely challenging. I've really had to shift my mindset a lot in terms of um, how I work and how, how, how much I trust the people that are around me. Yeah, no, that's understandable. What about your personal life? So what do you do with your family and yourself outside work? So uh, so as I said before, we have a great... Uh, we, we love being out in nature. So I find that uh, the three of us, my son and my husband and I, we spend a lot of time walking in the forest, going to make a fire. They have really beautiful spaces where you can sit down, make a fire, look at the water and, and cook sausages. <laughs> and so we, I, I'm vegetarian, so it's always veggie sausages for me, but we always, there's always firewood there. And, uh, you know, we, we walk into the forest in the middle of the forest and we, we make our fire and we sit down and we have our hot chocolate with us. And, and that, whether it's summer or winter, that's become kind of a weekend tradition. We do that at least once, which is, which is really great. And uh, especially if you've had a stressful week at work, it's the best unwind. And then I also, uh, when I was in Australia, actually, I stumbled across this sport, indoor hockey floorball, it's called in Australia, but here I guess it's called Salibundi. And I fell in love with the sport and I started playing there and I started to meet, I mean, that's actually how I met my husband in the first place. And I started to meet uh, a lot of Finnish and Swedish and uh, Czech, uh, uh, lots of different people that loved the sport in Australia. It was kind of like a multicultural hub, this little sporting community we had. Uh, and I played there for about eight years. And when I came here, and I know how popular floorball is here, I thought, I've got to play. I have to find a team. And so that was my mission when I first got here, was to find a team. And um, It took a little while to find my feet, but now I'm playing with, um, well, I'm training with a second division, a second division team here in Corpio. I train twice a week and that's been, it's been so great because I get, I get to meet people outside of my work and outside of what I would normally do uh, and, and, and from all different walks of life. And now I have this community of girls, of ladies, of women that um that I love and that I play with and and that's been that's been really great. Yeah, cr- great way of making new friends in a new Definitely. new place, yeah. But I, I have to say though with the language and going to training sessions where they have uh, drills and they explain how you're going to do the drill in Finnish <laughs> I have no idea what's what is actually going to happen that's been that's been interesting. Yeah, I bet. <laughs> what does your uh, family in South Africa think of your life in Finland? 
Oh, they've been incredibly supportive, which is so wonderful. It's so important. You know, I talk to my mom every day. Uh, she's in Johannesburg, and she has a little retail store there, and um, she's she's just the most creative, uh, wonderful person I know. I mean, I guess we all look after our moms, but I, I really do, and, and she's been so supportive of my journey. I mean, of course, I've moved across the world a few times now, so my parents have nearly had a heart attack every time thinking, am I going to be okay? <laughs> Um, but they, they, they actually have said to me several times since I've moved to Finland, this really feels like the right place for you, Megs. Uh, and they're so happy for me and they can't wait to come and visit. And, you know, as I said, I speak to my mom every day and when I call her, she now expects that she, she expects me to go, mom, look at this. And I show her the view or wherever I am walking, um, at how beautiful it is. And, and she's kind of taken in by the beauty of this place too. So It's been it's been kind of nice, you know. They they're living in Johannesburg, which is a completely different um, environment. To see how I live here and to share those experiences uh, and this different way of life here, it's it's been it's been so so great. For someone who would like to move to Finland, is thinking about it. So, what kind of advice would you give to them to, when they've been thinking about like maybe I should move to Finland? Well, first of all, you should definitely do it. It's a great place to live. Uh, and second of all, I think, uh, you know, attitude, as I said before, attitude is everything. And uh, you have to come in here willing to learn the culture and to uh, to put yourself out there and to take down your guard, your sh- your sh- the, the shield that we all wear, this armor. Because uh, I think in order to really make connections with friends, you have to show who you really are uh, and, and, and be authentic about that. And, and when you ask people how they are, genuinely expect an answer because that's what you'll get. So that's the first thing. I think it's, it's about adopting, adopting and learning about the culture here and respecting that is, is, is really important. And I think that's important wherever you go in the world is that you can't adopt this attitude of thinking that it, you know everything is going to be the same as it was wherever you were before because it's not and you have to make some adjustments to that so that's the first thing and the second thing is I think if you're planning to work here the working environment is quite different uh, and it takes a little bit of adjustment to get used to this I mean a lot of organizations here work in a flat model rather than the hierarch- or hierarchical mo- hierarchy model and I think that's um something that you really have to understand uh, and research and kind of think about how you contribute and and how it works um, that's really really important to Finns this this kind of um, everybody has an equal say uh, and then and the third is you know um, just learning a little bit about how the system works before coming so researching you know, things like Hela and um, and the daycares if you have kids and the education system and the healthcare system just understanding a little bit okay what you need to set up when you first arrive and I think if you get that set up right in the beginning then the rest is relatively easy from there great advice you have made me very homesick oh sorry <laughs> <laughs> and because I was born very close to Kuopia in Savonina so It's yes. very similar world, but um, hopefully uh, we can get a chance to visit there soon after this COVID thing is um, is gone. So oh, I hope so. And when you come, you better come and say hello to us here. Come and have a cup of coffee and a pulla. 
Yeah, absolutely. Would love to come to Kuopio. Yes, and and say hello. Well, it's been really lovely to talk to you, Max. And I'm so happy that you have set up yourself so lovely there. And I'm sure you're going to have a fabulous life in in Kuopio and in Finland. Oh, thanks so much. Thank you so much for having me on. It's been so great to chat to you. Don't forget to hit subscribe so you don't miss any episodes. And if you enjoyed this podcast, I would appreciate if you would leave a quick rating and review. You can also find Nordic Insights on Facebook and Instagram. Thank you for listening. Voi hyvin, hade sopra, take care.